This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. All right, we're back again. Riffing with Rapp and AD Wednesday night, 7-9, to 93.7 the ticket. AD playing the air guitar like a machine over there. That technique is amazing. Holy cow. <laughs> I see something new every day out of this guy. He never, he never surprised me. Yeah, he does surprise me. He's, he's crazy. He's AD. He's a legend. Harris is going. Y'all dudes got problems. Good man. Lord. Bro, how cool was that, though, man? That is so powerful. And it, it just amazes me that Tony and Kim, they could probably go out, travel the world, do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But they give so much to Lincoln and the state of Nebraska. I mean, that... That couple's amazing. Like, I think, actually, when I first met them, I, I kind of thought, is it fake? Right. And they are so real, and they're so legit. And they help. They help. They help. And they believe in the greatness. Like Tony always says, I've lived in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. But Nebraska, that's where I want to be at. I don't want to leave Nebraska. I want to make my mark on Nebraska. Right. I want to. And that's just, that's that family in a nutshell. That the whole Goins family, is, is it's incredible. And it, and it. And I consider it an honor and a privilege to know them and call them my friends. Raph, you summed it up perfectly, man. I mean, you you meet them, uh, it's like you've met family. And they always want to make sure that there's room for you at the table. You know, that's why even down at the Capital Cigar Lounge, it says relationships matter. And there's it's relationships. And that's not just a hashtag or a slogan. Uh, that's something they do a part of life. And so we are very fortunate and very blessed. And to our listeners, like I said, we always want to make sure that we give our community um, a chance to be on the radio to share uh, what their passions are, but more importantly, how they're investing back in the community. You know, more than just sports. This is bigger than sports because eventually, um, as my dad would always tell us boys and my, my sisters too, but particularly as boys as athletes, eventually the applause stop from the stadium. Eventually the lights go out. Eventually you can't shoot the ball like you did, run the football, whatever it may be. So what's your what's your what's your game plan after life? And the boys and girls club. If you look at the number of professional athletes. Um, who were impacted by the Boys and Girls Clubs around the country is phenomenal. So, again, we want to give a big shout-out to uh, Elton Edmund and Kim Goins for being here tonight. And, folks, please invest. This is Nebraska. This is Lincoln, Lancaster County, uh, surrounding areas. Invest, 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 invest. I can't say that enough. Folks, we got to the sports part back of our show tonight. We have uh, my little bro. He ain't so little. We got my man, Kenny Cheatham, Nebraska wide receiver, uh, three-time national – think about that. Three-time national championship winner on the phone, Kenny Cheatham from Arizona. KC, what's happening with you, baby? 
Nothing much, big bro. How are you? Man, I'm doing... Bro, first of all, it's just good to hear your voice, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yours too, bro. Man, Yours I... Too. Thank you, bro. Hey, what's the temperature down in AZ today, man? Man. Whew. It was 104 today. It was a burner. <laughs> so right now, on my way home, I just got home. It was uh, 100 on the nose. 100 on the nose. But see, KC, you, I mean, you were born and raised there, so the heat... You just adjust to it like we did when I lived up. When you lived up here, you just adjust to it, right or wrong? Yeah, I'm used to it. I mean, you can. Here's one thing: the difference between Nebraska and, of course, Phoenix and Arizona. I can always get cool. You can't always warm up. So <laughs> I would really take this from that any day. You know, I did not like the cold, brother. So no, I'm cool. I'm fine. Kenny, I'll never forget. I'm gonna share this real quick before I the questions, man. And I remember one time in practice, man, we were – it was cold out there, man, because, you know, we both receivers. And you looked at me, and it's like, A.D., it's cold as a bloop in this mug, man. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, man. No. It didn't make any sense. So I was like, oh, my gosh. I used to try to sneak out and go get some of that chicken broth and go in the locker room the coach knew I was trying it every time. So he put a halt in that. I was like, I can't do this, coach. This ain't right. Oh, that was Kenny Cheatham said he would sneak off and get chicken broth. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, that just wasn't right, bro. That's just, mm -mm. Not meant for people. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We met some great people, man. Kenny, you think, okay, think about this, man. Uh, you graduated, got your degree, three-time national champion. Uh, honorable uh, mention all Big 12. Do, this, now that you're at 46 years old, correct? 45. 40, 40, don't age me like No, 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 that. no. But 46 soon, though. You're better than this, AD. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it. Yeah, 46 soon. So at 45 years old now, man, very few people can say they have one national championship. Even fewer can say they have two. Extremely rare for someone to say they have three. How is that at 45 years old? Have you looked back and be like, sometimes like, wow, I got three national championship rings. You know, at this age, I, I do. Being younger, I didn't really appreciate it as much. It was, you know, during that time, it was almost, it was expected. And years after, I was just like, oh, you know, people would say, Kenny, you have three championships. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, because mm -hmm. you, you know my personality. You know, right. I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. Right. And then as I got older and as I watched the games, and I hear them say, oh, this team, Alabama, they're going for this amount, this amount of years, and it might be their first or their second. I'm like, wow, I got a chance to be a part of three. Mm. That's rare. And, and I remember thinking that same thought when I think it was USC when they played Texas. I think that would have been three in a certain time for them or something like that. And I remember just saying, oh, when Texas beat them, wow, I'm kind of in rare air here of you know, what we were able to accomplish during my time in Nebraska. So, yeah, I, I appreciate it more as I get older. But that, that happens with a lot of things in life with people, you know? It does. It does. Raph, real quick before you ask him, who else is three – who else has three – who would you – how many other guys would you say who have three national championships? Well, there's a guy that's on every – VJ. From 11 well, I mean, I mean, other than Nebraska, not Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> not VJ. But you I mean, like – lot. But you I mean, like, other lot. schools who would have three national championships as a player. Other schools, possibly some Alabama Alabama guys, if they had a medical hardship. Um, 
Can you can you think of any other schools? Early Oklahoma guys back in the fifties, but it'll be hard press for me to think of any brother. It'll yeah, it's, it's it's very rare. I mean, to do that during the four year five year career, four year career, you got three now. You basically won a championship every year, with the exception two years of your college career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because and you, I almost played for one uh, as a redshirt sophomore. Yep. Because yep. you were in the whole the the sixty and three, I believe in. In five years, I believe that's what their record was. No, I was the I was actually the class with without that. So you technically say you know as a redshirt freshman, I was a part of yep. that team, mm-hmm. and then the '95 team, and then the '97 team. So you say you add us in there because we were part of the team. We were the guys. That's right. You know, I had to play every top receiver on every team every week. So <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was, that was a lesson learned, so I had to play the J.J. Stokes, the Kevin Jordan, the Harris at Wyoming, you know, the Westbrook. The, I had to play them all. So, yep. you know, we were a part of that team. And so you, you can say two, but tech, you know, three, if you go technical, but two and three, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so let's go back to your high school years. You know, everyone knows you, Kenny Cheatham, Nebraska, number six. But you were a heck of a track star and a basketball yeah. player. Was football your number one sport? Is that what you wanted to do? Or was there basketball or track? Or is there something that you might have wanted more, but it maybe was, the magic of recruiting of Tom Osborne brought you to Nebraska as a football player? Well, it was, it was almost a domino effect of how everything fell into place for me to end up in Lincoln. Um, AD may know the story. I've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. So going into my senior year, I actually was not going to even play football. Uh, my sophomore year, my freshman year, I ran track. I long jumped and I ran, but my coach wanted me to jump more. My track coach was, I, we could, he's a great Dwayne Evans, ran in the Olympics, won a bronze medal. Mm. So, in 76. So, my junior year, I went out to track and I said, Coach, you know, I'm faster than these guys. Well, let me roll back. He saw me in a football game. We always played football. And see, I was always more defense. I've always played offense and was really good. But I love contact. I love hitting people. Um, I was really doing that. And we played uh, Rattay, who ended up going to Louisiana State, the quarterback. And there was an older brother, and he ran the kickoff. And I called him from the other side of the field. My track coach runs out there, and he's like, oh, my God. I knew you were fast. So I knew you were that fast. And I was like, <laughs> and I started laughing. And I said, I told you. So, of course, it was basketball. We probably recruited in basketball. I got the label as a tweener. So, they were like, what does he play? Is he a point guard, two guard, three guard? I see him guarding centers, you know, things like that. So, it was like, okay, so we're going to jump on it, but what does he play? So, the mid-levels were more aggressive than the majors, but the majors were aggressive as well. Um, Of course, Nebraska, Tennessee, and all of this. But originally, my senior year, once I decided to play, I started playing, and I was originally signing with Miami. That really? That was a done deal. Um, and my mom sat down, and she was like, son, you know, uh, Miami isn't a safe place. It's not really, you know, what they show Miami Vice and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and, and she was like, I know you. You're girl crazy. You're going to mess around and <laughs> in the wrong place, and something's going to happen. So I'm like, okay, Ma. You know, then I was looking at, of course, Nebraska was there. I was looking at Florida, um, Tennessee. Um, Rick Newhouse was at UCLA. He told mm. me, Kenny, I'm going back to Colorado next year. Mm. Paul Durrell was, was at Arizona State. 
he told me, Kenny, I'm, I'm going back to Colorado in another year. So that kind of washed them out. Um, and then it was about my test scores. Uh, my junior year, we took our test scores. They, my, my teammates passed. I missed it by like a half a point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's still the same, but my GPA was so high, I only had to score like a 17 on the ACT. Mm-hmm. So I got a 16 and a half. We had played a night game uh, two and a half hours away in Tucson the night before we got back, which you take the test at like 6 in the morning. We right. got back at like 1 in the morning. And I was, I've never been a morning person. Right. So I ended up taking it again my senior year. And I passed it, so I went from the 16 and a half to 21. Oh, wow. So we were waiting for my test score, and we never got it back. So we had to call them, and then you know what they were doing? They were flagging it. How did he jump up so much? Are you serious? Yeah. So when all of the recruiting was going on, I didn't have my test score. Oh, wow. So, So, you know, basketball only has a certain amount of scholarships. They're like... Kenny, we got to know, or, you know, they start saying, well, go junior college, sit out a year, sit out that first semester and come in. I'm like, no, I want to be there full-time on scholarship. Right. Um, the football schools kind of backed off, but they were still there. They were like, look, get him on a track scholarship, and then he'll be playing football. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were trying to make moves because I had all the big boys, LSU, Arkansas, the UCLA, the oh, yeah. USC, the, the Michigan, you know, everyone. Because I was coming out, I think, if I'm correctly, like top five sprinters yep. in, in the nation. And, and I didn't take track seriously. I just did it. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of my track, a lot of my track, we can kind of like. What a gift. <laughs> I, would tell my tra- I would tell my track coach, anything over 200 meters, people who do that are insane. That just, that just doesn't make any sense. So he would laugh at me because. I would tell people in track practice, I would have to run under 10 fours and 10 threes and under wow. 21 twos. So the times that they have in the record book are way slower than what I ran. So he would just, and I actually got offered to be sponsored by Adidas coming out of high school, believe it or not, um, mm. because he was under Adidas to go pro. So, you know, it was, I didn't have my test scores and then I took it again. We're waiting, we're waiting. Nebraska is the one that stayed consistent with me the whole time. Wow. And it came down to my dad. He was like, son, they stay with you. Mm. Um, I understand, you know, it might be the place where I know you don't, you know, with the passing and the ball and all of that, but they're the ones who stayed loyal to you. Um, so it was his decision and mine, but he favored us. So I said, you know, I respect my dad's decision. He's not going to put me in the wrong place. And that's how it ended there. So I, a lot of people don't know. I signed in Nebraska, and I was in Lincoln like three weeks later. I didn't sign in maybe June. Oh wow! Like I got that very last test score. When is that? Around June or something? You'll probably get yep. it. And yep. then I was in Lincoln maybe three weeks later. So I didn't get the preparation to get ready. Hey, I'm going here. It was boom, 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 making moves, and then I was on the airplane. <laughs> did you? So, did you? Okay, so who was was it? Darl- Coach Darlington recruited you or Coach Brown? I had Coach Brown. Coach Brown. I had Coach Brown. Mm-hmm. When you so when other schools backed off, you mentioned almost Miami. Did Miami back off during that time too? Until you had your scores, they weren't. All of the schools weren't as aggressive, shall I say? They. I mean, I still was in contact with them. But right. They were. They were like, hey, you know, we didn't. We filled the football scholarships, but here's a track scholarship. So it was almost a dual sport thing. Hey, we're going to try to give a track. You can get a track scholarship, and then we'll bring in football. Then the next year, put you on the football scholarship. Mm. But you're going to be playing football. Mm-hmm. But you can do the do the other. So some were basketball and 
football, some were track and football. So, you know, they were still there. They, the schools were still there. Because I went on a uh, recruiting trip to Tennessee and maybe two weeks before I signed to Nebraska. And, and I was, let them know about their shelf. They, were, um, they didn't send me my plane ticket twice. You know, I was supposed to get it. I never got it. Then really? they thought I had my score. They supposed to send the ticket. They never did. So when I got there, I let them know, you know, what I felt about it. <laughs> That's why I didn't even go to Tennessee either. So, you know, I said, hey, you don't do that to a kid. You know, it's disrespectful. Right. Was that so, Peyton Manning there or T. Martin? Yeah, that was Peyton Manning. That was so Peyton my Manning. class, that would have given Tennessee the number one recruiting class in the country. Wow. Besides me to sign there. Yeah, that was that was Peyton Manning. That was like Andy McCullough. Peerless Price. Peerless Price. That whole crew. Oh, the team wow. we played. That was all of that. Wow. Was me, me with all those guys. My my best one of my best friends growing up and closest brothers to this day was Terry Fair. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, that's my childhood pop Warner closest brother to this day. I did not High realize school, that pop, pop Warner. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, yeah. Can you imagine uh-huh. how good them pop Warner teams was, Rap? <laughs> <laughs> so then, um. Losing my train of... Oh, no, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So there was always talk about you being an amazing basketball player and possibly, like, playing at Kansas. Was that was that true? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, Matt Doherty came to a couple games. He was there as an assistant coach at the time. Screwed about Georgetown, UCLA, the Pac-10, of course. Um, Big Ten schools. Some SEC schools, uh, small, of course, the mid majors. So yeah, that was absolutely true. But I didn't have my score, so that's what that thing was with that. So you know, once they kind of backed off, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna play that game. And then you know, I started looking more at football and and because I was going to go there. That would I would have been in the class with uh, LaFrance and all of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that that leads mm-hmm. to my second question of the night. <laughs> this might be the question of the night. <laughs> Who's better at basketball, you or Eric Warfield? Mm-mm. 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 That's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Because, because here, here's how I, how I explain it to people. They played basketball. I was a basketball player. Mm. There's a difference. You got McDowell's and you got McDonald's coming yeah. to America. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Eric, 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 you know, you can get a guy that goes to jail and play basketball. There's a difference between a basketball player. It, it, it's, a, it's a difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go in there and play pickup, but when you say, okay, here's a basketball, here's let's go, that's, that's a night and day. That's a big difference. I'm, and I'm gonna say this too, man. Kenny, remember we played on some we played on some championship. We won some uh, some uh, campus uh, championships. You remember that, man? Yeah, I'm still only got a pack of rec. Yes, yes, we got we got some championships. We played on teams together. And when Kenny came in, it was me and uh, some guys recruiting Damon Benny's few other guys. I was like, we're getting Kenny Cheatham. We know that dude was all American in basketball. I said he's gonna be on our team. And man, we used to just run teams up and down the court. There at the old Coliseum building, man. Federal Express. Federal Express was our name, man. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny, let me ask you this. So you had all of those schools recruiting you as far as basketball. I'm looking right here. Make sure I get all these right. Because I I, honestly, I knew you were really good in basketball. I knew you recruited big time in basketball. 
I didn't realize, though, bro, that you had Kansas, Ohio State, Georgetown, Arizona State, Arizona, UCLA, and Oregon State, just to name a few. Did you – how high – you mentioned, Rav, you mentioned about Kansas. If you were going to play mm. basketball besides KU, would have been your other choice if you would have chose basketball instead of football? If it was basketball? Yeah. If it wasn't KU, what other schools U, did you really U of A, University of Arizona. Because you're right at the crib, right mm-hmm. at home. And, you know, University of Arizona was a top-notch program. Just think, too, uh, that would have been myself, Miles Simon, yeah. oh, Michael wow. Dickerson, that team that won the championship. Yep, yep. They were some bad boys. Did you grow mm-hmm. up playing against those guys at all? Or were they from outside of AAZ? Uh, we played against uh, Miles Simon. He went to modern day. So we clashed heads a lot in the national tournament. Uh, basketball, as you know, and you all know, wasn't as watered down as it is on the AAU circuit. Right. You only had a couple big tournaments. You saw everyone in Vegas, uh, either Long Beach, mm. uh, Florida, and the other big tournament was here in Arizona. So we literally saw everyone in either two tournaments and you can only play in a certain amount at that time so mm-hmm. we either saw them here or we saw them all in vegas um so miles simon yes we always butted heads um in the vegas and then michael dickerson he not really i i, I saw him but we didn't go head to head but a lot of other guys that we saw on tv i went head to head with you banged against those guys yeah man yeah man so, did you have any discussions with Coach Nee about potentially joining the Husker basketball team while you were at Nebraska, or were you just full football the whole time? Yeah, absolutely. I talked to in recruiting. I talked to I think Coach Snow was the track coach at the time. Coach Nee, Coach Snow. Oh, you, and, and basketball, and basket, and football or track? I'm sorry, basketball or track. track. I, and Coach Nee, I talked to all of them. Yeah, and Coach Pepin. It would have been Coach yeah, Pepin as a track coach. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to do all of them, or, or which, two of. Um, out of the three. So I did talk to Coach Nee. I, wow. Absolutely. And I was going to go do it, but I think I was banged up a couple times. And Coach Brown was like, nah, you know, I, was, I wasn't the studious of, of people. You know, Kenny, I uh, think it's best that you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You, yeah, you know, know yeah, I, I know. You know <laughs> Kenny, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be back, folks, with three-time national championship White Husker former route receiver Kenny Cheatham. I'm riffing with Raph and AD. We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from The Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. <laughs> 